morning. Welcome. We're approaching 8.07. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Our third hour of the Bob Rose Show begins with a very special guest. Uh, She's an American author, television personality, and conservative speaker based in Atlanta, and she's going to join us June the 11th for Rock the Red, where Eric Trump is going to be featured but she is going to speak as well. Her name is Angela Stanton King. And if you haven't heard of her already, well, she joins us now on the Bob Rose Show. Good morning, Angela. How are you? Good morning. How are you? What an honor to be on your show today. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Look, I'll be honest. I wanted to look at uh, some of your bio, some information, uh, you know, because a person of color who is conservative is still considered somewhat of an anomaly in today's world and not maybe an easy place to be uh, in and around Atlanta. So tell me how, I guess, you came uh, to conservative politics. Wow, not just a a conservative person that's a person of color, but also a person of color that doesn't believe in aborting our children or our future. So that's a very important uh, point to make as well. But I came into conservatism, conservatism, you know, just through my own life experiences. I had been someone who met all of these statistics that they say, you know, black people meet, you know, single mother. Um, welfare recipient, uneducated, and I ended up spending some time in prison. And during that time in prison, you know, I gave birth to my daughter, chained to a bed. Um, This is for a nonviolent crime. My mother and my grandmother both passed away. And when I was released from prison, you know, it was me, my my four children, and, and we were at a shelter. And I had to begin rebuilding my life. But this time, I was denied welfare. I was denied Section 8, all those things that you got from the government. And it was like, you know, this safety net was snatched out from up under me. And I had to really apply myself. And through that, I ended up writing my own life story from there, starting my own publishing company. And it just really showed me how, you know, this this this, this welfare from the Democratic Party is nothing more than something that keeps you stuck. And people from my community, they need a hand up and not a hand out. From there, um, my godmother, Alveda King, who was someone very instrumental in my life ever since my release from prison, someone who helped me rebuild my life, um, Trump got in. She was working with him. One of his issues was criminal justice reform. And my whole life was criminal justice reform. And it all started from there. Well, yeah, uh, Alveda King, your godmother, was uh, the niece of Martin Luther King Jr., so those political activist kind of roots, uh, you know, are very deep. Were you surprised that President Trump really, after the Democrats giving lip service to all these things dealing with uh, prison, et cetera, were you surprised that he actually took it on and was effective in, in passing laws? You mean the guy that they claim is a racist and hate black Americans? And we know that the 94 crime bill, which was written by our current president, um, is something that massively incarcerated, you know, uh, a, a large number of black Americans. That guy, because yes. everyone <laughs> was a racist. And I couldn't imagine how this man that they claim to be a racist and a white supremacist would do anything that would benefit black Americans or reunite their families. You know, there had been all of this fuss about family separation at the border, 
And that's kind of where my story came in at, because I'm like, hey, wait a minute. You know, if us as Americans can fight for family separation at the border, what happens when it comes to family separation in our border? Because anyone with common sense knows that if you're arrested anywhere in America and you've got your kid with you, you're going to be separated from your child. Your children don't go to jail with you. This is American law. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it's everything has been turned upside down. And I guess one of the questions I have, and you were involved uh, in an election, and, uh, and and you didn't win that election. But but as far as elections go, what can we do uh, to hope that we have some kind of outcome that is real? Um. You know, that's a very good question. I think that we're all doing the best that we can. You know, Trump didn't win his election either. And I think that there was, you know, some fraud that may have taken place. I've been a lifetime Georgia resident. um, And the people in the community know me here. I've been on, you know, a reality show on BE2 prior to that and active in the community for more than 20 years prior to being pardoned by President Trump prior to being very effective in helping the First Step Act get passed. And not only that, President Trump changing the law, making it illegal for them to chain women to the bed because of my personal story. So what we can do is continue to stand up and continue to fight back and commit and continue to demand, you know, election integrity. Yeah, it's and and I know some of the laws. Well, you know, you came from Georgia and what about the outcry about this law that they said is going to suppress the vote of African-Americans and people on the lower socioeconomic scale? I mean, I guess my question is the left, they appear so desperate, they can't debate the issues based on truth. So they just make things up, call people names, and they lie about it. And Atlanta lost the Major League uh, Baseball All-Star game. And, and, and what you're saying is the absolute truth, because even in my election with Nakima Williams, who was a writing candidate because I ran for John Lewis's seat, not only did she not campaign, but she refused to debate. She turned down 11 debates. So you're absolutely right. They cannot debate facts. And I think that it's time for the black community to wake up and just start using common sense. What we need now is common sense because everything else has gone out the window. Science, what they claim to be facts, what they're teaching as far as education, we've all got to get back to common sense. And common sense would tell us that if the president who claims he got more votes than any other president in history and they had a sweep across the nation, if that happened for the Democratic Party, then why would they be trying to change any type of voting rules? Not only that, this current election, they're saying again in Georgia that they had a massive turnout in votes. If you had a massive turnout in votes and we just do the math behind it, that doesn't add up to voter suppression. It certainly doesn't, in fact, since they yeah, put together the, the new law in Georgia. Uh, they have had record numbers of folks voting, including uh, African-Americans. So everything they said uh, not only was a lie about the initial bill, but it's all been proven to be untrue now by by the facts. So I guess without giving it away in a couple of sentences, what's going to be your main theme when you come to visit us June the 11th for Rock the Red What's going to be your main theme? What are you going to talk about? Common sense, probably. Um, You know, there are a lot of things that need to be discussed. And 
I'm still not clear on what all I want to discuss when I get there to rock the red. And it's definitely going to be a surprise to everyone. But one of the things that I want to do is just share um, my appreciation for President Trump and his family and, you know, the sacrifice that they made going into that, that going into office and going up against this radical left. And we see it as a great awakening, you know, for not only people across this nation, but specifically people in the black community who have been, you know, bond, you know, to this loyal relationship with the Democrat Party and not being able to see how we've been used and manipulated by this party for years and also seeing how they are like Jesse Smollett, for an example, you know, going out of their way to prove the Republican Party to be a bunch of racists. I really, really, really do appreciate the fact that that 2020 election was really the year of 2020 vision and eyes are being open and people are standing up and they're using their voices and they're fighting back. So this is all about empowerment and making sure that everybody keeps going. Do you think President Trump will run again? You know, to be honest with you, um, if, if I were him, I would. I mean, you know, Trump deserves to, to, to live his life and, and, and enjoy the rest of his life with his family. I think that he sacrificed a lot going in. And I think that, you know, because who I believe I know President Trump to be, I think that he actually is going to come back and he is going to fight back because, you know, he is a fighter. If and not, if, if, does, if, if not Trump, who could take that mantle, the Trump mantle and run with it? Wow. Wow. You know, that's a good question because that's, I, you know, that's, that I'd have to pray about that one. That's a good question. I don't know if there is, you know, if there'll ever be another um, Donald John Trump, but I'll tell you what. There is a governor, Ron DeSantis. Oh. Yes, we know oh, uh, yeah. a lot about this governor, and we are very supportive. I guess our only fear is we don't want to lose him as governor, but if there's a greater calling, we have to acknowledge that as well. And on that note, Angela Stanton King, we look forward to seeing you June 11th at Rock the Red. I want to hear more about your life story. It's very intriguing, and we thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Have a good day. All right. We'll see you soon. Angela Stanton King. She'll be at Rock the Red. For more information, go to rocktheredflorida.com. That's rocktheredflorida.com. Coming up, what are the Chinese up to? Are we going to have a lockdown coming our way? It may be not what you're thinking, but a lockdown nonetheless. Details coming up. News Talk 97.3, The Sky.